Welcome back to the Givology Impact Series podcast, sharing the inspiration and success of social entrepreneurs and change makers around the world. My name is Olivia Du, and we are honored to have Alexis Salaman, the director of UPSA, here with us today. UPSA is a nonprofit organization that works in rural communities in the Eastern Cape Province and South Africa area. So far, they have impacted over 900 students through ongoing school and after school programs and are the only nonprofit organization in the area. UPSA's core programs include youth and teacher empowerment, leadership building, building community gardens, and establishing village reading clubs. Today, we will be able to gain a deeper look into the powerful story of empowerment through UPSA. Welcome to Gibology, Alexis. How are you today? I'm doing great, thanks. Thanks so much for having me today all the way from South Africa. It's great to be with you. Of course. Um, so to start, could you tell us a little bit more about UPSA? What made you decide to start it and what are the core mission and activities today? Sure, uh, since, since my time at Oberlin College in the US, I had a great interest in working with children and youth. And I worked quite a bit as a tutor and later on worked at a variety of different schools. And later when I was living overseas, I saw that children and youth are lacking meaningful education and opportunities for development. And here in South Africa, the education system is very dysfunctional. Children and youth here, in, in particular the rural children and youth, are not able to develop the life skills and academic knowledge that is required for a healthy and happy life. So when I, when I was seeing these kids, it almost broke my heart. And I knew from interacting with them that they certainly have huge potential and beautiful hearts, but they don't really have an opportunity for, for, to unfold themselves at all. Um, 2015, together with Ray Schoen, a close friend of mine, I co-founded Youth Potential South Africa to support the rural children and youth specifically. Um, rural children in this country are the vast majority of all the children and they are extremely neglected. So in the areas that we work in as Youth Potential South Africa, the situation of these children is really desperate. Most children, for example, drop out of school as early as grade eight, and they then have no chance of finding employment or living a decent life. Um, they, they leave school, for example, without basic reading and communication skills and without any vision for their future. Many of them then turn to drugs and violence. The core mission of East Potential South Africa is to nurture and grow social emotional skills problem-solving skills, creative and critical thinking skills in the disadvantaged children and youth. Skills that are not developed in the schools or in their communities. The way we do this is our weekly literacy and creative youth empowerment programs. As you already mentioned, um, we, have, we have a few main programs besides the creative youth empowerment program. We also have a Words Can Change World Literacy Program, which includes our mobile village libraries and reading clubs. We also have a teacher empowerment program and leadership and team building for students, teachers, and school governing bodies. And to give you what happens in a typical day at Youth Potential South Africa, um, in our weekly Creative Youth Empowerment Program, 
we visit a school and a workshop lasts about 19 minutes with the children. Uh, we will arrive at a school and speak with the principal and classroom teacher for about a quarter of an hour. And then we give one workshop to the children until the school break time. And during the break time, we engage with the children and the teachers. And after the break, we'll give a second workshop to another grade. Um, during, during the workshop, we include a, a number of activities. Um, first, we do a, a welcoming icebreaker type of activity to begin with fun and build trust amongst the, the children in the class. And then we usually make some goals and agreements like how we can work together to make the workshop successful. And then we'll generally do a creative activity, something like improvisational storytelling or a theater activity or an art activity. This week, for example, we were learning to fold, um, to fold origami animals. And, and then later on, we do a content activity around a theme that we're discussing like friendship or care for the environment. Also themes like being a role model or um, working together as a team. And then towards the end of our workshop, we do a reflection activity. It might be an activity like a short meditation or recalling what we've learned throughout the day and articulating what we appreciated about our time together. And then we usually end with a closing activity like a song or a rhythm to bring everybody together. Wow, thank you so much for sharing. Um, you talked a lot about the communities and students that you serve. How did you identify the needs of the community? In the, the area where we work is called the Hamtuas Valley area in the Eastern Cape province. And it is one of the largest citrus and vegetable growing areas in the country. It's a farming area that employs mostly seasonal workers and also a few permanent laborers. So the vast majority of the people in this area are very poor. They're mainly living in squatter camp conditions. And the children that we work with are the children of the farm laborers. Um, the, the literacy and education levels in the communities is very, very low. And there's widespread drug and alcohol abuse. Uh, many of the homes are, are very violent. And the children from these homes suffer from fetal alcohol syndrome and, and other extreme difficulties like malnutrition and neglect and abuse. Um, to, begin, to begin our programs, we first had meetings with various role players like school principals, um, teachers from those schools and parents in the communities to find out what are the challenges that they are all experiencing. And then we also piloted our workshops um, we interacted with the local children during these workshops to find out what is their level of learning and social skills and also to help us understand what excites them. And we found out that the children here who are living with these extreme stressors find learning very difficult and it's clear to us that 
um, through these meetings that their most urgent needs are developing social and emotional skills and communication skills. This is really critical for them. These children are so hungry to learn and be exposed to new things and also to have a safe environment where they can express themselves and be creative. Um, we decided to focus mainly on the primary school years because this stage in children's lives are, are really key for personal development, but the children at this age receive the least care and attention. And as you, as you mentioned in the beginning, uh, YPSA is, is the only education nonprofit organization for far, far and wide in the whole municipality area. And there are just so many children. So it's really vital that UPSA is supported and can continue this work here on an ongoing basis. Great, thank you. Um, what do you think is the greatest success from UPSA so far? I would say that our greatest success so far is that so many hundreds of children that previously had little hope for their life now have awakened their inner spark and that education has come absolutely alive for them. Um, the vast majority of the children that have participated in UPSA's programs now show greatly improved communication, listening, and problem-solving skills. They've developed greater self-confidence, self-esteem, and sense of purpose for their lives and they're able to think a lot more creatively, critically, and independently. Okay, great, thank you. Um, how do you measure your impact? I know you talked a lot about providing like literacy programs, empowerment programs. Is there any way you can measure how much these children have been affected? Definitely, uh, mainly what we are looking for through our workshops is that children develop some of these skills that I've been mentioning, like improved communication, listening, and problem-solving skills, and also that their confidence, self-esteem, and sense of purpose increase. And the way that we measure this and verify this is um, through interviews, um, focus group discussions, and observations during our workshops. We also give surveys to the children to, to assess their attitudes before and after the program and also their changes in behavior and how they perceive themselves. We also look to see uh, if they are beginning to think more creatively, critically and independent. And one way in which we do this is by evaluating their artwork over time. Also, by looking at how they participate in activities. And we also do a lot of interviews. Um, we, we see that as a result of UPSIS programs that there's an increase in school attendance and academics. We, we see this with most of the children who are attending the programs. Teachers, for example, often tell us that particular students who were struggling before now attend school regularly and are much more eager to learn and have better um, behavioral uh, outcomes. So we do, we do things like look at school attendance registers and academic records and we're also gathering feedback from teachers about 
how the students participate in classes. Wow, that is very inspirational. Um, you said that you mentioned, or you mentioned that you have impacted over hundreds of individuals. Would you mind sharing one or two stories of individuals whose lives that Yusa has impacted? Sure. Um, there are there are two students, two young women who recently entered a writing competition for the very first time. Uh, they didn't even know that opportunities like a writing competition existed. And one of them said to me that she thought she could never write a short story expressing things that she's passionate about and that people would be uh, showing so much interest in what she has to say. So now she's very excited about writing and is, is writing more stories. And then another, another young woman um, is, that we work with is a child from a very poor household in the area and her school is also completely broken. Um, but she, she's a very bright young woman who dreams of becoming a neuroscientist. <laughs> and she asked, she asked us at Yipsa to please help her apply for better educational opportunities for her future. So together with her, we researched opportunities and attended a number of informational open days at schools, also exams and interviews at the schools. So these were all very exciting uh, first-time opportunities for herself and her family, and her name is now on the waiting list for a very excellent school. Wow, um, that was great. Um, I know there are a lot of good things that have happened through Yupsa, but what do you think is one of the hardest challenges that Yupsa has had to face, and is there any way to overcome this challenge? Well, one of the most challenging things that we face is that the the in in these rural areas where we work are continuously exposed to extreme stressors like domestic violence alcohol drug abuse and gangs and then in in their school environment it is also very chaotic and they're exposed every day to constant bullying by their own peers and also from the teachers also, the, the teachers at these poor schools, most of them only focus on rote learning and completing the curriculum, even though the majority of the children in the classroom don't understand what is going on academically. So when we as Yupsa first meet the children, we feel challenged because the children have no experience with discipline, uh, no structure. They, they and they don't know how to participate. What, what we do to overcome this challenge is to help the children become more aware of their own situation and possible alternatives. We teach them conflict resolution and communication skills, and we also help them develop empathy and talk a lot about kindness together. While they're with Yupsa, they have an environment of real safety, stability, love, and care. And we see that this makes a huge impact, and they really calm down. 
and they're able to explore new interests that they never explored before and develop new skills. So we, we see that this challenge gradually begin to reduce um, as a result of this environment. And naturally their, their negative behaviors lose power and they begin to adopt more positive attitudes and their relationships together improve. They become much, much happier. Thank you. Um, throughout this podcast, we have learned how amazing and inspirational of a organization that UPSA is. How can listeners get more involved within UPSA? Well, we would very much welcome if listeners would like to create their own giving circle amongst friends or family and colleagues, for example, to support UPSA's work with the children here. Um, listeners can support a class of children to receive our creative youth empowerment and literacy programs for one year. Or we were talking uh, briefly about the mobile village library program that we have. It's, it's uh, a fun thing to do is to organize a readathon at your own school or in your community to raise funds for the literacy programs for the children here in that way, or dedicate your birthday to the welfare of our, our rural children. We also need help with things like, um, like help with our website. We need skilled people who can help the organization develop the website. And we also are, are seeking um, help with donations of tablets or laptops because we want to teach us some maths programs to the children that are computer-based. Uh, we really need laptops to, to teach maths literacy and computer skills because if you can imagine, children here, most of them have never used a computer at all or the internet. They just don't have any access. And we also are really um, enjoy networking around the world and we need help networking UPSA and these children in the United States and abroad. And then uh, because social media is such a powerful tool nowadays, if listeners would even like to check out our Facebook page, there are beautiful stories, videos, and updates. You can like our Facebook page and share our stories with your network. Great, thank you so much. Um, what is the most important thing that you've learned from your time at UPSA? I'd say one of the most important things that I've learned working at UPSA is that children cannot be molded into something that our society expects, but they can only be unfolded. And they thrive when given opportunities to be creative, when children are given a positive, and safe environment and opportunities to be creative, they just thrive. And also when they are able to build a network of empowering relationships, they just thrive. Alexis, thank you so much for your time today. We're sure that listeners are just as inspired as we are by your mission. Um, is there anything else you would like to say? No, thank you so much for having me at Kavology. Thank you.